0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us.
1: The research started as Linux capabilities research, and not Docker. But as I went forward with it, I found that Docker had a vulnerability and uh, Microsoft had one too.
0: That's Alan Zahavi. He's a security researcher at CyberArk. The research we're discussing today is titled How Docker Made Me More Capable and the Host Less Secure. Imagine a world where you're always one step ahead of cyber threats, where your defenses are impenetrable because you see what others don't. Welcome to Team Cymru's Threat Intelligence Solutions. With real-time access to the world's largest threat intelligence data ocean, they enable you to turn the tables on attackers. Transform your security from reactive to proactive through accelerated threat hunting and incident response, made possible through automation. Empower your team with visibility and insights to start defending your organization like never before. Team Cymru. Be the hunter, not the hunted. Learn more at team-cymru.com/slash cyberwire. That's team-cymru.com/slash cyberwire.
1: Both of those uh, vulnerabilities, I succeeded at uh, escalation of privileges in a Linux uh, machine.
0: Well, let's start with Linux itself then. Can you describe for us what are the capabilities here and and how do they lead us uh, into a bit of trouble?
1: Traditionally, Linux had two kind of processes, a processes that run uh, with root permissions and processes without root permissions. Since Linux kernel uh, version 2.2, those permissions were divided into units uh, called capabilities and each capability uh, granted the process, the ability to perform certain privilege operations. So let's take, for example, uh, the the mount syscall. Okay. So, before capabilities, only root could have mount new images to the to the file system. Right now, in order to to mount this uh, this image, a process will need to have the cap sysadmin uh, capability. Even if it's not root, it can be any user with with any UID, and if it's got the this capability, the sysadmin capability. It can mount every image to any part of the of the file system.
0: And so what does that mean for us in terms of uh, this vulnerability that you discovered?
1: As I said before, even if you are not root, but you have certain capabilities, you can do certain privileged tasks. So In case of of the vulnerability, I found if you had a GDB, which is a debugger in Linux with the capability of SysPtrace, you can attach yourself as a debugger to any process, even if it's high privileged process. If you had the, the GDB, if you had access to execute this GDB with this capability, you can do practically anything. You can attach yourself to a root process, which has by default, all the capabilities in Linux and just do anything your your mind limits you to.
0: Now, I mean, is, is this a, a fundamental flaw in, in the way that, that Linux handles this, or is this a, a particular thing that you've discovered
1: here? So Linux capabilities, as I said, it's there from Linux 2.2, which is 1999, okay? Mm. It's, it's been there for a long time, but only recently with the development of cloud and containers that we see this uh, mechanism started to, to be used. In case of, of the things I found, it's been misused by mistake by some vendors. But yeah, every time process asks uh, to, to perform uh, privileged tasks, the kernel itself checks if this process has the capabilities to do so. If not, it's just throwing an error and said you can't do it. Permission error. But if you do have this capability, it just, moves on, you you know, it's check if you have it, you can do it. If you haven't got it, you can't do it. So how does this
0: affect Docker containers?
1: Okay, so in Docker containers, by default, you get limited capabilities. Because if you had all the capabilities, if the the root user uh, from in the 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 container had all the capabilities it was also the root outside the container so you mm. can escape it like if if there wasn't any container uh, jail okay so right in this case it didn't had the the ability to escape a container but because of how docker uh, managed file permissions at the version that i checked any user unprivileged user on the host not the container on the host could have access to files that are saved inside the container so in theory an attacker that had both uh, access on the host and the container itself could have done anything he wants. He could have uh, crafted any uh, executable inside the container and give it any capabilities he wants or even uh, set UID capability and then move to the host, run it from there and become root, become the, the most powerful user in, in Linux machine.
0: Part of what I find really interesting in this research you published is you walk us through the process of, of how you discovered this.
1: Can you share that story with us? Yeah, of course. So this research started as uh, Linux capabilities. I, I wanted to find misconfiguration or misimplementation, to be more exact, inside the Linux kernel in order to bypass the, those checks, those capabilities checks, but as I went forward with with the research, I found that the implementation was kind of straightforward. You know, it's if if I talk uh, in in code, okay, it was only a if statement. Okay, hmm. if you got it, you got it. If not, you you don't got it. So hmm. then I went to search. Who uses this 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 mechanism? And I found that Docker uses it a lot. Then I scanned over 2,500 Docker images uh, from Docker Hub uh, and found that Microsoft uh, released few images that had uh, that GDB file with file capabilities, which gives any any user that execute this GDB, the capability to attach is, itself to any process, again, even root processes, and that was the first vulnerability I found uh, in this research. Then, in order to execute this GDB, uh, we needed the the permissions, you know, classic Linux uh, file permissions, and after looking at the the files and directories that docker engine produces when you when you pull an image from from docker hub i saw that one of the one of the directories where the image is saved allows any user to execute any file from within this directory and again then I, I took the 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 image I downloaded uh, from from their website, the Microsoft image, and using low privileged user on the host, all I had to do is just find the the path and then execute the file. From then on, I was root for any. I was root actually. That that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough, right? Yeah, I think that's enough.
1: <laughs> it's kind of everything. It's, it's like it's like the holy grail for for Linux attackers, you know.
0: Right. And I'm imagining you you sitting there, you know, at your workstation and and kind of, you know, your your eyes opening up and and wondering to yourself, wait a minute, is this really what I think it is?
1: It's exactly as you said. I worked and I tried to to execute it and I was like, nah, it it shouldn't work. <laughs> no no way and then i just press enter and it worked hmm. and i was sky high <laughs> i went to my colleagues and said oh my god oh my god i found it <laughs> that was what i was searching for
0: right so is this a matter that you, you sort of alluded to this earlier that you know this feature was was introduced into linux back in the very late 90s was it kind of sitting around because, um, you know, back in the 90s, nobody was thinking about cloud environments the way that we do today?
1: I think that it was lying around because people didn't want to use it. You know, it hmm. messes things up. It's not easy as either you're privileged or you're not. This kind of mechanism gives you the ability to create the least privilege environment. And as I said, it messes things up. And when you talk about cloud and containers, you have to do it. When you using a container which has the same kernel as the host, you have to do it. And if you do not do it, the attacker will have, you know, easy, easy attack surface. So that is why, in my opinion, Clouds and Containers uses the Linux capabilities more than the traditional uh, Linux uh, machines. People should uh, have more, more thinking about this mechanism so people will use it more. Because if more people will use it in its correct way, the the machine will be much more secure. Because, for example, take the ping command, okay? It's not like this anymore because they changed it, but it used to be a setUID binary. So every vulnerability you had in a ping, which all it does is send an ICMP packet, okay? Mm -hmm. If you had a vulnerability there, you became root, But with capabilities, if you found a vulnerability in ping, all you had is like, you can send more ICMP. You can build a raw socket and that's it. You wouldn't Mm. become root. You will have more privileges, but you're still not root. You're still not the most powerful user in Linux.
0: I see. You're limited in what you can do within ping itself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's not the case here. No. Again, the GDB, which is, again, a debugger with the capability to attach itself to root uh, processes, it gives you the, the ability to, again, to attach yourself to root processes and change mm. the stack and change the memory and change the the um, the code flow, okay, the, the running flow. You can do anything. you can do you can inject shell codes and and just change the, the register that that points to the next instruction and just run this shell code. So that's why it's so dangerous to have this capability on that executable.
0: So where do we stand now, in in terms of of Docker itself? Um, they they've updated this. Where where are we?
1: Yeah. So the file permissions that I talked about regarding to to the Docker vulnerability, it was fixed. Uh, I think a few months ago. A few months ago. So that's fixed. Okay. But that's just one vulnerability. So Microsoft fixed their vulnerability also, but it doesn't mean that this escalation of privileges uh, is not there anymore. Okay. So Microsoft and Docker did what they had to do, but it's now the task for the IT teams and the system administrators to update uh, docker engine and to update the the images and they need to to scan their uh, machines their servers so so they know for a fact that this kind of, of vulnerabilities are not there anymore
0: is there anything to be done on the Linux level itself of of limiting you know Linux's ability to to do this
1: I don't think so no because This mechanism is supposed to make things more secure. And when you use it right, it does make it more secure. It's right for everything. You know, if you misuse something, it will be dangerous. But when you use it correctly, it's great, really.
0: Our thanks to Alan Zahavi from CyberArk for joining us. The research is titled How Docker Made Me More Capable and the Host Less Secure. We'll have a link in the show notes. The Cyberwire Research Saturday is proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. Our amazing Cyberwire team is Liz Irvin, Elliot Peltzman, Trey Hester, Brandon Karp, Eliana White, Puru Prakash, Justin Sabi, Tim Nodar, Joe Kerrigan, Carole Terrio, Ben Yellen, Nick Vilecki, Gina Johnson, Bennett Moe, Chris Russell, John Petrick, Jennifer Iben, Rick Howard, Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner.